So, so many warpeds were yelling at me about the intro music at the, we don't have that anymore, but at that time that I actually had to go on YouTube and cut it out to stop getting complaints. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, Guar fans can be tough. They're, they're, they're good. They're, they really care. They buy lots of cool stuff because we have crazy Guar guys. Well, that's why my episode, my, my episode with Michael Bishop was actually called G-A-A-S, Guar as a Service. You know, because how much stuff they sell. Oh man, I can show you. Like I can walk around and just like like I've got bottlehead. Oh like, my god. I've got uh, this one. I don't know. The uh, family. Uh, okay, okay. Well, it's a turtle. It's it's a turtle no, no, or a lizard. This is the adult toy. Uh, an adult toy. Well, there we go. First time we have an adult toy on on the podcast. But still, though, it gives to the creativity that they have with their merchandise. And people buy it. And they do. They, that they do. I didn't buy that. I wasn't buying it. But, you know, a lot of people did. And it's, it's been a top seller in their, in their merch store. But Is it really? It did. It sold really well. And, I mean, I think a lot of people bought it, the, the collectability of it. I don't know necessarily. I have no idea. <laughs> so I've got I've got to ask i mean with all the stuff okay so we'll continue your journey because your journey is going to take this whole episode but when somebody like war they're different than most bands because they can produce almost anything and people will buy that stuff and uh, you know do you find that to be kind of true yeah i mean to an extent uh i'm sure they've made products how collectible is that stuff, though? I mean, does it have value or only to the actual Guar fans? It has value to the Guar fans. I mean, there's Guar NFTs and stuff, and I don't know. That gets beyond me because I, I, I don't know how well the NFT market is right now. But, I mean, that was – there were different tiers and whatever with the uh, NFTs. But, I mean, it depends. But, yeah, now it, 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 there's all sorts of different things. And I would say, you know, to each fan, they're collectible. I mean – You've got fans that probably have each size of that, uh, the cuttlefish of Cthulhu toy. There's four, and there's four two different colors. But no, it, it, it's Guar is definitely an, an interesting animal. And with Guar, it's cool because even on the press end of stuff, we can do different things because it's like we can have fun. Like even during the beginning of the quarantine, when everything like really went to hell, um, here was Guar on CNN during their quarantine and uh like it's just the one guy pustulus maximus standing out in his backyard under a canoe doing an interview talking about how this is his like how he's being protected from you know covid and this that and the other thing can't do that with every band but it's it's fun the stuff that we've pulled off they've kind of reached that level like the only other band i can really I guess put them even close to in terms of fan base merchandise and selling and anything possible out there to be sold is probably Kiss. I mean, I think there's very few bands that meet those two that those levels of extremes. But I would say that Gore goes a lot further. Yeah. Well, I did see the other day that Gene Simmons had to sit down during a show. And he wasn't feeling well or whatever. So somebody that put a meme out like Gene Simmons sat on chair, $7,000, you know, like <laughs> they have sold, I've seen it, man. And you know, all the power to them. They sold air guitar strings, which is a bag of nothing. It's a bag of nothing. <laughs>
Uh, Guar hasn't done that yet, but 